This drink, I like it. I know, it's great, right? Another! What is going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Film on Tap, where we've got the tap that never runs out. As always, I'm joined by my wonderful co-hosts, Nancy and Andres, and this week we've got a jam-packed show. The line I say every episode, because (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, lately there's just been a lot of stuff to cover, but the Super Bowl happened, there were a ton of big trailers uh, that we want to talk about. Uh, we got a big movie to talk about, big Sony Marvel movie to talk about this week, and of course a big piece of casting news as well. Um... Did you guys have fun for the Super Bowl? Do anything fun? Oh, I went to Vegas. I had a blast. Oh, is that why your voice is like that? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, my voice is like that because, well, Super Bowl was two weekends ago. But no, my voice is like, that's because we went out drinking for Craig's brother's birthday and we didn't get home till like two in the morning. So Uh, this is is alcohol voice. But yeah, no, for the Super Bowl. (laughs) Yeah, for the Super Bowl. Morning after alcohol voice. Got it. But no, we went to Vegas and I I got to meet some uh, Raiders players. So that was fucking amazing. Oh, that's awesome. Wow. Look at that. Andres, can you top that one? (laughs) No, I made chili. I made the best chili I I ever made in my entire life last weekend. So there you go. (laughs) Wow. That is a jarring difference. (laughs) Yeah. Very very close close second. second. (laughs) Very close second. (laughs) But uh, yeah. All right, glad you guys had a good time. You had had a good time with Chili. Um, (laughs) (laughs) She got got to meet the Raiders. I just got to raid my in-laws' kitchen. So that's it. Solid. There you go. All right, glad we got. We glad we covered that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, boy. We're going to jump into today's show. We got a lot of uh, a lot to talk about. First thing that we're going to be talking about is a huge piece of casting news. the cast for the new Fantastic Four movie was finally, finally released, even though there were pretty much no surprises in this casting announcement, <laughs> even though I did think it was a nice touch to release it on Valentine's Day with like a little cute piece of artwork. But we have our main cast, which includes Vanessa Kirby as the Invisible Woman. We've got Pedro Pascal as uh, Mr. Fantastic. We've got Joseph Quinn as the Human Torch. And we have Eben Moss Backrack, I think is his name, uh, from mm-hmm. The Bear as uh, The Thing. So we have our cast. What do we think about this new cast? Are we excited for a Fantastic Four movie? Let's start with you, Andres. What do we feel? Oh, goodness. Um, I think Eben as The Thing is inspired casting because, for, I mean, finally, finally in, in all the times that we had a Fantastic Four cast, we finally got a Jewish person playing the thing, which is integral to the character in in the comics. And the fact that they were that they actually went ahead and did something like that, I'm like, oh great! So they're actually kind of going back to the mythology of what um, Stanley and Jack Kirby did. Speaking about Kirby's uh, Vanessa Kirby as freaking <laughs> there you so go. <laughs> <laughs> and, and apparently, and the thing is, everyone everyone on Twitter is going like, "Oh, they're related. It's awesome." It's like, no, 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 no. It's completely different people, but um. Yeah, Vanessa Kirby, I think she was fantastic in Mission Impossible last year, and she's done so many things in the past couple of years that I think she's inspired casting. And also for Joseph Quinn, what the hell happened 
to the internet to turn on him. Like everyone hates his casting. I really? love the fact I that yeah, I haven't, I, seen, I haven't seen any I hate for him. That. Yeah, yeah that, that's all I've been seeing is so many people disappointed that Joseph Quinn is uh, the Human Torch, and I'm like, really, he's he'll be great. great. I think. Yeah, I think he'll yeah. be awesome. I, yeah, I, 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 out of all the casting things, I thought he was fantastic. It was maybe Pedro Pascal. For me, who I know, he's a great actor. But I kind of feel like we might be reaching a little bit of a nexus point where Pedro Pascal might be in too many things uh, no. very soon. <laughs> Nancy's well, like, I disagree. Honestly, he seems like too old for this yeah. movie. I think that, that's where my that's problem lies. My issue is, yeah. Well, well, the other the other big popular fan casting as well too was um freaking um what's his name uh not fan casting but the other rumored person for the role was Adam Driver, which I completely disagreed with Adam Driver being Mister. Actually, I like that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll watch anything with Adam Driver. So, I mean, I mean, of, of course, he's a fantastic actor. But it, it, to me, it kind of feels like it's all Disney just sort of going into the Star Wars bucket and being like, oh, this guy, let's just use this guy instead. And Pedro is one of those one of those actors. I'll watch anything he's in and he's automatically stand out. But. I, again, I can't help but feel like we're we're about to see him everywhere in the next couple of years, especially with the fact that he's in Gladiator. He's shooting the second season of um, The Last of Us right now as well. And there's a couple other things that are, uh, I'm, I'm blanking on right now, but I don't know. It, 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 I'm, I'm afraid of getting too, too much Pedro very soon. Too Pascal. <laughs> too Pascal out. <laughs> okay. Uh, how about you, Nancy? What do you think of the casting? Yeah, I think what I said before is just that he does seem a little too old for the role in the movie. Uh, that's my only qualm with it. I don't think we're ever going to get too much Pedro Pascal. You know, you're, if you're a good actor, then you get the roles. And as long as I'm not seeing Pedro Pascal over and over again in the roles, if that makes sense. As long as he does a good job of like getting into the character and I'm not seeing him as a person throughout these things and i'm fine with it and then quinn mm -hmm. i was so mad that they killed him off in stranger things so i know i'm I glad think, I think that we all were. yeah so i'm glad he's getting this and getting another chance to like really shine and show his acting so uh the other ones i don't know i'm not a huge fantastic four person so it's not like i can say oh this person fits this role and this person does not fit this role i think it you know those are the two that stand out to me so it's fine i didn't really want another one of these <laughs> i think a third one is a little much uh but yeah we'll see yeah i mean i don't think we can get any worse than fan four stick <laughs> whatever the yeah. fucking last one i mean that is that is the bottom of the barrel right there i really just don't think anything could be that bad um but like in terms of the casting like i think everyone's great but like, i mean my only issue was with i just couldn't really picture pascal as reed richards just not just in terms of like age just like who the character is it's like very hard for me to like see him as like a scientist kind of figure like it just it just kind of seems a little weird to me but then again you know i didn't really picture him as joel from the last of us and i thought he did a fantastic job so i'm gonna give him right. the benefit of the doubt they're gonna and throw on some glasses on him and yeah he's like he's a, a great actor and i love pedro pascal i'm not gonna complain about seeing pedro pascal in like a marvel movie i'm happy that he's found so much success but you know he has proven to me that he's taken my expectations of a character made it his own and like 
made me like him as that character. So it's very possible that I could end up loving him as Reed Richards. It's just like as of now, it's very hard for me to picture him as that character. But everybody else, I think, is perfectly suited. It's great to see Joseph Quinn uh, get some success. He deserves it after Stranger Things. And the fact he's in that new Quiet Place movie, which we're going to talk about, I'm super amped that he got a role in that. Um, but yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. I'm just glad that they finally just let the cat out of the bag. And it's just like, it's just so funny that everyone had these four pegged for months. And then they're just like, okay, now we'll announce it. It's <laughs> just like, there's no surprises. Yeah. Like, like I, I remember the day that it got announced. I mean, I know we were talking about it on our text, but it was one of those things where it kind of felt like, it kind of felt like we, we, we saw the gift that, our parents bought us four months ago and we're like, yay. Oh, oh, all right. Well, it's a great gift, but it's like, yay, it's here now, but we knew it was coming. So I, I mean, honestly, I think Marvel kind of fumbled the ball a little bit with, it, it felt a little anticlimactic in terms of how they revealed it, but in terms of making up for that by giving us that artwork and, you know, it was like, Oh, okay. You know what? This is, this is a little better than a variety piece or anything mm. like that, I would say. So I, I, I will say for, for it being kind of a late discovery or a late announcement, I think they made up for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just think they should have announced it earlier. Just so silly. That's like if there was like a cool surprise in there, it would have been worth waiting for. Like if one of the people we totally thought was going to be this character wasn't, that would have been a different story. But when it's literally the four people that have been going around for months and months, it's just kind of like, you know, like when they've leaked trailers online and then the studio's like, all right, fine, we'll release the trailer and they do it almost immediately. That's what they should have done here. Just to like not yeah. wait till Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was sort of waiting for them to be like, oh, and by the way, we've got Dr. Doom we got Galactus. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. All right, I mean, that I'm more interested in who they cast as Dr. Doom. That's the one I'm really excited for because they have not gotten a good Dr. Doom yet. And he's one of the coolest comic book characters, one of the best villains. You need someone great. And I just hope they find someone good. I just, that's what I'm waiting for. That's what mm -hmm. I'm waiting for. But anyway, jumping into the Super Bowl, speaking of the Super Bowl, there were tons of movie trailers that premiered. Uh, there were some new ones for movies we've already covered, so we're not going to touch on those. But there were a lot of first trailers for movies that are coming out this year, a lot of big ones. So the first one we have to talk about, the big one, probably the most talked about one from the Super Bowl, is the first trailer for Deadpool and Wolverine. Um, they gave us a brand new trailer here, first trailer for the film. What do we think about it? What did we think about those first two Deadpool movies, and are we excited for this third one that's going to have Hugh Jackman coming back as Wolverine? We'll start with Nancy this time. I love how the fucking Super Bowl, like every single person was like, we're only going to pay for 30 seconds and that's it. And so every single time it was like, now go watch the full trailer. Yeah, I, it's, I hate that they're all teases <laughs> for yeah. a full trailer. I hate yeah. that now. It was so annoying. But anyways, the trailer itself is great. I think I will say I'm more excited for Hugh Jackman coming back as Wolverine than the yeah. movie itself, if that makes sense. Uh, so it was a really good trailer. And uh, fucking Ryan Reynolds in the beginning, I was cracking up with his wig, looks like Nick Nolte. So funny. <laughs> so funny. It was so funny. But yeah, I know this looks really good. And I'm so excited for Wolverine to be back. Oh, yeah. Andres, how about you? 
Oh, this was this was the uh, highlight of the Super Bowl for me, guys. I mean, come other on, other than your chili, yeah, <laughs> other than the chili, which I was making. I remember, I remember, I literally had a bowl of chili on my in my hand, and then all of a sudden, all these years, Andre's Deadpool trailer's playing. And I was like, oh shit! I literally came down. He just grows just, the chili. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like Kevin literally. from the it's like Kevin from the Office where he just drops um. the chili. <laughs> it tastes better when it's on the rug, guys. But yeah, totally. But, um, but but yeah, but immediately they get you right off the bat with Ryan Reynolds breaking the fourth wall and just being like, wait a minute, is this a peg? Like, we- right off the bat, there's a pegging joke, and he's like, and Dizzy's afraid of pegging jokes. I'm like, oh, God, all right, this is this is already – this already feels like the Deadpool movies that we've gotten in the past previously. For me, I absolutely love the first Deadpool movie. I think the second one is about as good, I will say. But um, I, I, I have to admit, I was a little worried about Deadpool coming into the MCU because you know you get the feeling where you're like, man, are are, are they are they going to tone him down a little bit? And from everything we've gathered in this trailer so far, it does not look like he's going to be toned down. If anything, if anything, he might be too much for the MCU, <laughs> which is great. But um, it yeah, I feel I don't know how you guys felt. It's just it still didn't feel MCU ish. It still felt very Deadpool. So I don't know if that's going to be a, a hindrance in the sense of them trying to put it into the MCU, if that makes sense. Like the trailer just seemed still very, very Deadpool. I feel like that was more of like a pro for me because I'd rather feel like it's still like a Deadpool movie. And like I felt like they did a good job of like kind of like tying him into Marvel a little bit in the trailer with like the TVA and the whole like, you know, Loki mm-hmm. thing of where like, okay, feels a little bit like Marvel, but it feels more so like a Deadpool movie, which is what I wanted. I didn't want to be watching a Marvel movie with Deadpool in it, if that makes sense. Yeah. I'd rather just like have that tone. And, you know, from what I'm seeing so far in the trailer, the sense of humor is still there. The fourth wall breaking is still there. It looks like it's definitely going to be very violent, which I'm excited about. Um, really the only thing that like bothered me in this trailer, which is surprising, was just like, how flat the lighting looks, if, if that makes sense. I just feel like the way they're shooting a lot of the stuff, like it didn't look like visually good, where like his suit looked like really bad. And like even some of the action sequences, it was just like the lighting was just like so bright and flat that like, I don't know, like took me out of it. It didn't have like that dark, grittier look and aesthetic of like the first two Deadpool movies. So it was just, I don't know. I just felt like that could have been better. I will. After I will say. It. I. I, mean, <laughs> I will I mean, get back to you on that. That's, yeah, that's the bit that caught my eye. <laughs> yeah, because like that part, yeah. like that really cool part of the trailer where he reloads his gun by like oh, you know yeah, throwing the cool. clip and doing that. Like that part didn't have like the cool factor that I wanted. Like it's still cool to look at, but because of the way it looks, it just kind of looked janky to me, just because of the lighting and the way his suit looked and the way the visual effects in that shot looked. Where I was just like, I mean, this is really cool, but I don't know. I'm just like the lighting is just bothering me. I don't know what it is. I I I think the other thing to keep in mind too is that they just wrapped filming. Well, yeah, they got they're going to fine tune the, of, yeah, know, the like, effects and everything, but like like yeah, like this is one of those that that they have just finished and they had to put something out because Marvel is in a place right now where they need to win the fans back, and so far from everything that's in this trailer, they're on the right track. I mean, small little things here and there. I mean, come on, I mean. Uh, I, I never thought in a million years we would get a Deadpool and Wolverine movie together and them battling it out in the ruins of 20th Century Fox. Like if you see in that reloading scene, there's a giant 
20th Century Fox logo that's completely burnt to the ground. And I'm like, oh, wow. This is, the, it, it feels like it's going to be Deadpool's introduction to the MCU, but I feel like this is going to be the goodbye to the Fox universe, which we've never really had before. I mean, because they, they just kind of ended with New Mutants and we didn't get any closure on that. This, this to me feels like we're about to get that closure plus sort of a rebirth with, um, with Deadpool. So yeah. It's, it's all exciting. This is so good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I knew they weren't going to show Hugh Jackman. <laughs> I was like, yeah, no. I, it, yeah. it's like, it, like I get it. You want to save him for the second trail. You want to build up the anticipation. I get it, but also, fuck you. <laughs> like, I liked it. I yeah, like the like, shadow with the claws. yeah. I like the like, shadow. Like, it's just it. like I'm just like so giddy about it. Like the fact that he's coming back and that like he's going to be in the like comic book accurate suit and that he's going to be you know bouncing off of Ryan Reynolds. Like I am so excited just to see that banter and to see what that's like <laughs> because like they're so much fun when they're interacting like on social media and stuff like i can only imagine how great it's going to be in a movie especially with wolverine deadpool um so i'm really excited about that one i'm actually Um, debating if i want to watch more trailers when they come out or i just want to like save it for the movie of like seeing that's going to be a tough one when when you're going to see like hugh jackman everywhere (laughs) yeah i mean if i see little like you know screenshots or whatever fine but i think just you know actually seeing a scene with him Maybe I'll save that for the movie because I just feel like that's going to be so fun. Oh, yeah. I, I think – and also to keep in mind too, um, uh, Ryan Reynolds is an executive producer on all the Deadpool movies and he's also had a big hand in the marketing of these movies as well. I mean like it was his idea to do the whole – let's – for the first Deadpool because it came out on Valentine's Day, they had an entire campaign where they marketed – everything that was in the first 15 minutes of the movie with him pre being burnt and all that other stuff. And they, and they, they did like all these parody posters all around LA where it looked like a romantic comedy that you would take your girlfriend to go see. And I was like, Oh, that is incredible. And, and the, the other thing too, is that um, for Deadpool two, they kept a lot of the surprises. I mean, like cable wasn't even in the first trailer for Deadpool two, nor juggernaut was nowhere in any of the trailers and he was a big part of that movie too so i i feel out of all the movies this one might be the one that whatever they put out they're intending it to go out like it's this this one will feel like it's it's more like everything you're supposed to see is what you're supposed to see before before the big meal of the movie so there you go okay well, you've heard it here. We all are freaking psyched for Deadpool 3. Can't wait to see more. It was cool to get our first big glimpse at the movie. And then another movie we got our first big glimpse at, uh, you know, a sequel, but not a sequel, a, a re a reboot, but not a reboot, they're calling it. And that is Twisters, which uh, is, we. I don't even know, if we can't call it really a sequel. We can't really call it a reboot. We don't know what this movie is yet, even though they're using the same font, they're using the same visuals. <laughs> so, but we got our first look at the movie. That stars Glenn Powell and I think Daisy Edgar Jones. I think she's also in it too. Um, and yeah, it's a Twister movie. And uh, what do we think about this one, guys? We'll start with Andres on this one. And did you love the original Twister film? Oh, I love the original Twister. That one I grew up watching. I mean, like mm-hmm. that that is that is a core memory for me seeing something in the theater <laughs> was Twister. And I, like that that is one of my all time favorites. I love the first Twister. Now. There was a lot of, I mean, for me so far from this trailer, 
it looks like they're heading in the right direction. I mean, they're it, it, it. I mean, come on, Glenn Powell is playing the cowboy who drills his car into the floor when a tornado comes up right behind him. How over the top can you get with that? That looks amazing. That looks fun. So I'm personally really stoked for this. I'm really stoked to see where they go with it later on. And I think from everything that's been told, this is a requel. So it is technically both a reboot in in marketing terms, but it's technically a sequel, kind of. So there you go. Take what you will from that. But I think it looks like a ton of fun. So I'm there opening weekend. All right. Nancy? Yes, I love, I love this trend of requels. I will take it. I fucking love <laughs> the original Twister. It was so good. It's similar. I grew up watching it with my family all the time. Anytime it's on TV, I'll just throw it on and leave it on. It's so good. Um, and this looks great. And obviously we're going to get updated effects, you know, not a very janky cow flying by, even though that's the best part of their original movie. Um, so I'm excited to see that, you know, we get a Twister movie with all updated effects. Uh, I do hope they don't lean on that too much. Cause one of the things about the original Twister is you get the very cheesy, uh, you know, background story with, um, was it Helen Hunt? Is that her name? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Joe. Uh, yeah, yeah. You get the very cheesy background story with her. And for some reason, it works. And that whole thing with, you know, Bill Paxton being like, let it go, Joe. It's not going to bring back your dad. Like, it's so dumb, but it works. Only Paxton best could tell way. that one. Yeah. You didn't see it hit the house and miss that house. <laughs> yeah. it's, so, it's so iconic. And so I hope they have something along those lines in, in this one. And yeah. who knows, maybe Helen Hunt will make it make a cameo or something. But That'd be nice. RIP Bill Paxton. I feel yeah. like if you're still around, yeah. you would have made a cameo. Oh, I I, th- I think hands down he definitely would have. I mean, <laughs> I mean, come on. I, I, I'm I'm gonna predict it right now. Glenn Powell is him, and uh, Helen Hunt's son now is like, now yeah, is an older guy. Fig- I, that's what I figured. <laughs> it has to be something. Like I feel that. like he. I feel like he's channeling more of like Carrie Ilwes's character. From like the first movie, like the one who's like the villain. Oh I feel like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he well, feels more like the villain of the story. Yeah, well, that's what we I'm also trying to figure out. like, are you good? Are you the good guy? Are you the bad guy? I'll take it either way. It's fine. Yeah. Well, we also have not been introduced to David Corn Sweat in this movie just yet. He, oh, he's, he's playing. In he's uh, in, I didn't in, even it. Know he so, was in it. Wow, way yeah. to ruin it. Wow. Oh, I'm, surpri- I'm surprised they didn't show him, considering he's going to be the next Superman. Yeah. Right. <laughs> We shall see. I don't know. I mean, I like last year was the time I watched Twister for the first time. I don't know. I, I it just never. Oh, ne- okay. I never got to see it when I was growing up. I don't know. I just never came across my path. Um, so I watched it for the first time. Loved it. it was, I love disaster movies, but that one was just so <laughs> so unique and perfectly nineties. Um, and I had a blast with it. Um, and this looks very like akin to it. Like it feels like a spiritual sequel to it where like it has the same like visual tone. It's got like the same kind of sense of humor and vibe to it. Like even the effects, even though they're updated, still look very similar to the original movie, which I really like. Um, and it just looks intense. It looks fun. I'm so happy Glenn Powell has had this huge success story now where he's in popping up and everything. He deserves it. I think he's fantastic. Yeah. Um, excited to see the rest of the cast. I think it just looks like a really great time at the movies, a great dumb fun popcorn movie and i don't need it to really connect to the original movie it could do its own thing but you know if it has any attachments cool it's like a cherry on top i just want to have fun i mean we already saw dorothy so there's your one attachment there yeah yeah there it is. <laughs> yeah 
There you go. Um, but yeah, so we're all really excited for that one. I'm definitely, that's definitely jumping up my most anticipated list after seeing that trailer. Very excited for that one. Also another huge movie that's coming out later this year, a big musical event. We have Wicked Part One, which we got our first trailer for during the oh, Super it's a Bowl. Part One? Yep, it is a part. Oh, you just. Oh, wow. You didn't, didn't know it was a part one? Spoilers. <laughs> oh, spoilers. Man. Oh, right. That's not spoilers. Are you That's kidding a, me? Thank you for telling me. Had I gone well, into I'm, that movie? I'm glad I was able to manage your expectations. Oh, my God. I should have said nothing. And then she sees the movie. It's like, you're the wicked witch of the. Directed by. (laughs) I would have. Oh, murder. Oh, my God. You would have turned into my dad when I showed him uh, Across the Spider Verse and he had no idea it was a part one. And it ended. He's like, what the fuck? (laughs) I was like, it's a part one. He's like, oh, fucking come on. (laughs) Yeah, it's the worst when you don't know that's. So I'm glad I could save you from that experience. Thank you. I appreciate it. But yes, it's a, it's a part one. Um, <laughs> so we got our first first look at the movie. I believe it's being directed by um, John M. Chu, I think. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. OK. Yeah. Um, and it stars uh, Cynthia Erivo and Ariana Grande. Jeff Goldblum is playing the wizard. Um, yeah. So like, what do we think about this trailer? I'm very curious to see what you guys have to say. So we'll start with Nancy on this one. Um, sure. <laughs> I have sure. no connection sure. to this whatsoever. I Did you ever see the, the musical? Book. Never saw the musical. Wow. Didn't read the book. I bear like I can kind of put two and two together what it's kind of about. But other than that, I don't really know anything about this. Ariana Grande is a fantastic singer. She's phenomenal. Uh, actress, I just can't get out of my head all the SNL skits that she's done. Uh, she's <laughs> hilarious. So it'd be it's gonna be interesting to see her, you know, in this role. So. I don't think it's what I'm going to be rushing out to see. It looks fine, uh, but sure. I'm sure I'll see it. <laughs> Nancy's thoughts, sure. I guess I'll see yeah. it. Sure. Maybe. Sure. I mean, the trailer right. looks pretty basic to Wizard of Oz-ish stuff, so nothing impressive. Nothing impressed me of this like teaser trailer. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Andres, are you also in the sure category? I'm in the where's my goddamn crazy rich Asian sequel, John? I don't. I. I. I, I don't want to see into the heights. I. I, I don't want to see into the heights. I don't want to see Wicked's Part One and Two. I want Crazy Rich Asians too, man. Into the heights. But it's in the heights. In the heights. Into the heights. Into the woods. Wherever you want to go. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> but, but so far, with everything about this trailer, I mean. Number one, Warner Brothers is hiding that it is a part one of two for a reason. And then number two, I can't get a sense of the musical aspect about this. Again, movie studios are hiding the fact that movies are musicals now in a weird way oh, because they're I like. I don't understand. Why are you hiding the fact yeah. that your movie's a musical? Like, I had no idea Wonka was a musical or Mean Girls. Well, Mean Girls I did after like the it was first announced but like Wonka I had no fucking idea that that was yeah still haven't seen it so it should be interesting but but I think at least with this because it was on Broadway and you know all that I think it at least it's like okay everyone knows that it's a musical in that sense Mm -hmm. so at least with this one I think they can get away with it a little well I mean they 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 had some music at the end of it yeah there's there's a little 
little scooch, scooch yeah, a little, little tease. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, we know that the the music is probably going to be fantastic, considering the singing talent that we have in this movie. There's like no, I can't imagine that that's going to be a bad part of this movie. If anything, that probably be one yeah. of the the shining glimmers of it all. Yeah, yeah, but but the one thing I've seen from everybody who's a fan of the show is like, oh my god, because they're making it like like immediately as soon as they heard that it was a part, it was a two parter. They're like. The first half of the play is great. The second half sucks. So they're yeah. like, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to get into a second half that's like really, really bad. Like, oh, wow. And, 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 the, and these are people who enjoyed the Wicked musical. They're like, yeah, the second half is definitely I forget the, what happens the in the second half. I saw it like the first year it came out. I think it was like mm-hmm. 2006 or something like around yeah. there. Like I was in, up in like sixth grade when that uh, movie came out. So, I mean, musical came out. So like, I remember like little bits and pieces of it. Um, but other than that, like I'm probably gonna have like zero recollection of the story. <laughs> uh, but yeah. like, I think my main issue with the trailer is that visually it just kind of looks like Oz the Great and Powerful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where like, it, yeah. it looks very much like that movie and that was a terrible Wizard of Oz movie. Um, and it just like, I don't know, it just, it looks too CGI heavy. And I understand yeah. this is the Wizard of Oz. You have to have special effects. You have to have green screen. I totally understand that. But like the original even if it had its limitations during that time, it just still felt more like tactile and grounded. Like the world felt more lived in, like it felt more real. And Mm -hmm. this one, it just feels like it's just CGI backdrop, CGI special effects all over the place. And I feel like that might take me out of it. And just like, I saw that visual, those visuals, I was like, I have like a bad feeling in my gut now. We'll see what happens. But yeah, I'm getting Oz the Great and Powerful vibes and I'm not loving it. Well, and also it's like, you can always do a combo of both. And I feel like the best movies have, yeah, yeah, figured out that balance. It doesn't always have to be CGI. Like, put in the work. Do some practical shit. I yeah. know it's more expensive probably, but whatever. I mean, <laughs> it's a, I mean, this is a pretty expensive movie for Warner Brothers. I mean, they're putting a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of faith in this one. Yeah, but I, but I would say that this one was greenlit under a different regime, whereas the one now. Oh my God! I'm I'm I hope to God that they don't just cancel it and that they don't just cancel the second one and write it off as a tax write off. If they the would first not one do bombs. that, I can't imagine they. Like, I I I don't I I I don't know anymore. Guys. Are you saying cancel the first one? like the this? No, cancel the second one. I don't, I, I, I can't bombs. imagine you're going to release a part one and then shelve part two. That yeah. would be such a dumb decision. That would be. But David yeah. Zaslav has been making a lot of dumb decisions, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. I haven't I haven't seen a part two shelled just yet. Yeah. <laughs> yet. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying that hasn't happened yet. I mean, what happened with Coyote vs. Acme is ridiculous and just ugh. But that's story and for Batgirl. <laughs> yeah, and Batgirl. Just no. it's, it's it's unbelievable. But um, yeah. So Wicked, we're all kind of eh. <laughs> about <laughs> well, I guess maybe I, I think a more full length trailer will maybe sell me better on it. But I think at the very least we'll have the music and we'll have Jeff Goldblum being eccentric <laughs> and that'll be oh. yeah oh, he's playing yeah, the he wizard yeah. yeah oh yeah he's in this i forget <laughs> yeah so i think he'll at least be one of the brighter bits of the movie but moving on to yet another first glimpse we got our first trailer for a quiet place day one this is not a uh sequel to the first two movies that we've gotten this is a prequel so this is happening on the first ever day when this invasion happens this is long before people know that sound you know drives creatures to them and to, in, in order to kill them and whatnot um, and this is a brand new cast, and we got our first look at the movie here. What do we think of this teaser trailer? We'll start with Nancy. 
Um, I the teaser trailer itself looks really good. The movie itself looks really good, but I think I just am ready to let go of the quiet place. (laughs) (laughs) I'm ready to set it free. Yeah, like, I don't need a prequel to this. Like, I just can't imagine what else they can bring to the table that we haven't already seen other than story itself. Um, You know, yeah, it's cool to kind of see the the first day and how everything uh, leads to where they're at um, in the first movies, but... Yeah, the, the movie itself, it looks great, but I just don't know if I, I need it necessarily. Um, I will say one of the comments that I read on um, when I was watching the trailer, <clears throat> which I will find interesting, is that it is going to be very jarring where you're you're having all this sound and loudness because they're in New York. Obviously, it's fucking loud. Uh, and then it's going to slowly taper off to like nothing which should be an interesting experience so i'm excited to kind of experience the movie but again it just sure i guess i'll take a i'll take a third quiet place movie that's nancy's second sure of the day we'll see if she can go for the hat trick (laughs) oh how about you andres oh i am stoked for this movie this movie looks fucking awesome i mean again I when they first announced it, I'm like, I don't know if I necessarily need a prequel about day one. And it's like day one, but in New York City. I'm like, oh, all right, I'll, that that's a hook. That's a <laughs> okay hook for you me right location. there. Location, okay. <laughs> I, I mean, but but changing the location because the thing is that we've gotten a majority of the movies, or at least the last two movies, they, they've all taken place in like sort of like a rural town type of thing, and we've not seen a metropolis die on screen like that. And just the, just the possibilities that you'll have with, with making scares in this universe. I mean, it's to me, there's so much potential in it and everything that I see so far looks like it's going in the right direction. I mean, come on. Lapia Nyong'o is amazing. Joseph Uh, Quinn. Joseph Quinn. And then also remember um, Desmond Honshu is in part two Yep. So he's in this one as well. So oh, uh, wait, happy birthday? Why is that <laughs> peace sign happy birthday? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Oh, my God. What is uh, that? He's on Dude, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my in goodness. Your mind, in your mind, you're like, wait we're, till they get a load of this. <laughs> we're, we're, dis- we're discovering, what we're discovering fucking new, flex new that was. things. Oh, my God. Get out of here. Are you serious? Like, oh, oh my is, God. Oh, go home. Like he, I think he surprised himself as much as we did. <laughs> oh, I like, saw it, and I, I immediately—I like, oh, feel like I saw the balloons. I immediately lost like ten points of respect for you. <laughs> oh, fantastic! <laughs> yeah. So honestly, oh, your, your reputation's on the ground now. <laughs> oh, yeah. So who wants to hear my thoughts about quiet? I know. <laughs> we just more balloons. <laughs> oh my god! All right. So you. All right. You're looking forward to it. Great. <laughs> but uh, oh my fucking god. <laughs> Yeah, if you're watching this episode, you'll understand the frustration that we're feeling right now. Um, But yeah, Quiet Place Day One, I'm looking forward to it a lot more than I thought I was going to because I felt like for me, I got enough of like the day one aspect at the beginning of the second movie where they show like, you know, um, Krasinski's character and his family kind of experiencing like the first day of that and what that was like. I thought that was so well done and really immersive. And I think like what Andres was saying, having seeing day one but in new york city like one of the loudest most populated places in the world you know where no one knows that like sound is what drives creatures to them i think that's going to be really intense and really 
you know, entertaining. And then, you know, the cast is fantastic. But yeah, like Nancy said, also like having the movie kind of gradually get quieter and quieter and quieter, I think is something that could be really interesting. And also this is being directed by the guy who did Pig, a fantastic movie with Nick Cage, which this is definitely a movie with a much bigger scale. So I'm kind of curious to see how he acclimates. Not every director can make that leap, but I'm hoping that he's able to kind of ground the movie with some characters we can get behind because the thing I think that made those first two movies so good is that, yes, they're very well directed and very intense, but also there's characters there that are like worth rooting for and worth kind of getting invested in. So I'm hoping that that continues here with this one. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited for it. I think it could be a really big, fun summer movie for um, the blockbuster season. But now, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the main event, the, the event that you've all been waiting for that Nancy has probably been dreading. <laughs> <laughs> it is time to talk about Madam Web. This is Sony's new movie in their Spider-Man adjacent universe that <laughs> stars Dakota Johnson as a paramedic who can who has visions of the future and decides to protect these three young girls who are being targeted by a man who keeps having visions of a future where all three of them murder him. So <laughs> if that doesn't sound like if, the, if that doesn't sound like comic book <laughs> bliss, then I don't know what is or what does. Um, but yeah, if you haven't seen the movie, there's gonna be a lot of spoilers in this discussion. So, you know, definitely click away from this episode, whether you're watching or listening to it, but there's gonna be some heavy spoilers. You have been warned. Here we go. Madam Webb, let's start with our general thoughts on the movie, and then we'll dive into some spoiler territory as per usual. I want to start with Nancy, because I'm curious. <laughs> Nancy, I know you were not looking forward to this movie at all. So where did it fall for you? Swing and a miss. <laughs> this was such a big Whiff. miss. Oh, man. It was so Save your money. Go see Lisa Frankenstein. Mm. I'm, I'm going to slowly Facts. turn this into. <laughs> She'll turn into time, Lisa Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah every time <laughs> I talk about Madame Web, I'm going to mention one good thing about Lisa Frankenstein. But like, oh man, this movie was so bad. I know, like, I went inside with Craig and he was like, this is one of those movies, like, it's so bad, it's good. I was like, no. No, no. <laughs> it is not. I wish. I wish. It's so bad, it's fun to make fun of it, but it's not good in that sense. Because there are bad movies where I thoroughly enjoy still knowing it's bad, and this is not one of them. No. Like, and going into it, because I had seen it after you guys, and, you know, Con had seen it, and a lot of our friends had seen it. So I was like, you know, everyone's shitting on this movie. I'm just going to go into it with an open mind. I'm going to try and find positive things. And as soon as she sh they showed her in the Amazon being pregnant, I was like, why the fuck are you in the Amazon pregnant? I get it comes back later, but I was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> That's and when you checked out? <laughs> I was like five minutes into the movie. And I know we're going to get into it later, but, like, the biggest thing that bugged me was what the fuck did they do with Ezekiel's voice? Why are That's ADR. That's his ADR. Lines. No, that's, that's what I was saying. Yeah. Why are all his lines ADR? Literally at the end of the movie, I turned to Craig and I said, were all his lines ADR? And he's like, oh my God, thank you. <laughs> he's yeah, like, I was that's literally what it sounded like. Time. Every time he talked, it sounded like ADR. There's it was, it was one point where he's facing the screen and he's saying a sentence and his mouth is not mashing the words that are coming out of his mouth. I'm yep. like, what the hell? It's just so poorly made. It's just awful. Again, <laughs> save your money. Go see Lisa Frankenstein. <laughs> You've heard it here, folks. See Lisa Frankenstein, not Madam <laughs> Webb. How about, how about you, Andres? <laughs> All right. I want to start this off first by saying this is not an indictment on 
um, the direction of of C of um, C J Johnson, um, who this is her directorial debut, and this you is mean not indicative. An in- no, 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 no. this I'm, week's installment of correcting Andres' sentence. Sorry. <laughs> no, there, no, there, no, there's no correcting on this one. I knew exactly what I meant. Like, okay. okay. What, 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 no, it what, sounded what? like you said indictment. That's what I was like. Yeah, that's exactly what I said. Okay. Oh, indictment, <laughs> not indictment. Yeah, okay, there you now. go. Okay. Oh, my, my pronunciation. God. Maybe, okay. maybe, maybe we should get Sony to ADR my review of this. That's not the worst idea. It'll be bad, <laughs> right, isn't it? <laughs> but, I guess what you're saying is like, don't hate lady directors. Don't don't hate the lady director. Don't hate the the cast on this, especially. I uh, the problem with this stems <laughs> from so many respects, and for me, it's. This feels like the abominate the 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 it feels like just the epitome of studio interference. It feels like so many decisions that you go, why why did you do this? Why why did you cut Peter Parker out of this movie? And knowing what I know about what happened with this, and it's also been out there as well that Peter Parker was originally supposed to be a big part of the movie and it was supposed to be about Ezekiel hunting down. As a baby? As a baby. Which is why Emma Roberts is in the movie, guys. And oh, she that has, threw me off. I was like, what yeah. we'll, we'll get into it later. Yeah. General thoughts. But, general thoughts. <laughs> but yeah. God, this movie is just <laughs> a train wreck in so many respects. Nothing about it works. None of the performances really work for me, except for one, Adam Scott. Adam Scott, it, yeah, I knew he's the only one. It. <laughs> only one. The, the my, my my favorite review of this so far has been: this movie proves Adam Scott, even in the worst movie possible, can elevate his material. And I'm like, yes, mm-hmm. from what I saw in this movie, absolutely yes. But I didn't think it was possible. But we have a movie that's worse than Morbius for me, and <laughs> yep. that was yep. that oh, was without, not an easy feat. Without I mean, question, I, I I I know people are like, "Oh no, Morbius nope. was worse." I'm like, "No, no I think no. this one was." Morbius was at least an hour that. and a half, and at least we had stakes with Morbius. Whereas this one, the stakes are, let's just walk around and save these women as we go and we'll figure it out. <laughs> Listen, watching this movie at 1040 at night was painful. <laughs> After a 12 hour day, I was like, at least I got the, got it over with, but oh, good Lord. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's, it's just, it's not a good movie. Um, it's about what I expected. And the thing that I think just bothers me the most about Madam Web is just, it's so aggressively bland. Where it's just yeah. like you're just you're watching it and it just feels so like mediocre, like it just it just feels like a nothing movie where it's like it just it's very boring, it's very lifeless. There's yeah. like no charisma, there's no really entertainment value here. I mean, the marketing really tries to sell you on these Spider Woman that aren't even in the movie. They're just yeah. in visions, <laughs> which I thought yeah. was a huge like bait and switch and kind of a shitty move on Sony to try oh. to like sell this movie. I knew they were um, gonna do that. I was I like, mean, I, I figured that too. But still, that's a shitty thing to do and such a waste of potential. Like, I feel like everyone is waiting for these girls to get their powers and they don't. And it's just like, it's laughable. And just the performance is like such a waste of talent. I mean, Dakota Johnson has proven that she can be a good actress in various movies like Our Friends, Suspiria, Bigger Splash. Like she can do good performances, but she clearly does not like the material. (laughs) And she's just, it just seems like she's just like checked out. 
And honestly, I, it'd be hard for any actors to make this material work. Same thing with yeah. Sydney Sweeney. I feel bad for her. She's in this like innocent girl role. They, you know, put her in like schoolgirl cosplay. I'm like, what the fuck is going on with her? Like, she's given nothing to do. None of these girls are given anything to do. The villain's terrible and super forgettable. Anytime he's there, it's just like, get the fuck off the screen. Like, you were like the worst motivation possible. Absolutely nothing to his character. Could have been interesting to see how, you know, he tied in with her mom. That had potential to be somewhat interesting. They waste that potential. Ugh, there's just the whole movie just feels like why? Why was this made? Yeah. Who is it for? And you can obviously tell that this movie in an earlier draft or an earlier version of it was definitely connecting to Spider-Man so much more, which is why Emma Roberts is in this movie and why there's all these different references to Spider-Man and even some of those like classic lines, which is just so ugh, fucking stupid. And, um, it, and can, can we also talk about the, the horrible ways they try to get Peter Parker out of the movie in terms of that sequence where they're like, what's the baby's name? Oh, come on. It's, Pop like I'm like wait what like like we just move on to another scene or how they don't even let Adam Scott's you know Ben Parker character even say May yeah oh, I know <laughs> well, yeah. yeah I was like why wouldn't you say her name like are we really that tied yeah. up where we can't even say May then like what's the fucking point of having yeah. Ben Parker in your movie like what's the point. Yeah. <laughs> And it made it awkward because he's just like weirdly staring at his fortune cookie and just like not saying anything. She's like, oh, it's serious. It's like I'm, you're just being weird now. <laughs> like It's just, it just like you could tell this movie so thing. badly wants to connect to Spider-Man but can't. Like it wants to say the word Spider-Man but it's like being like muffled and yeah. it's just like it, it's, it's just so dumb. And it's just yeah. like if you don't want to connect to Spider-Man, then don't do it. Don't even have anything. Like Ben could have been any sort of Ben. Don't make him Ben right. Parker. You know, right. just like do something else. And then just that and then like even all the imagery that they try to like make look like a web throughout the entire movie. Yeah. Is so, so many shattered windows, guys. Shattered <laughs> yeah. windows, webbing on fences, shower curtains and hospital curtains that they like focus on for way too long to make you think, oh, that looks like a web. <laughs> it's just yeah. like it's so painfully dumb and just like I don't really blame the director of this film because I feel like SJ Clarkson tried her best to try to make it stylish and visually appealing and there's very little action in the movie and she's trying to do something fun with the action sequences even though I felt like the camera work was like very dizzying and visually confusing a lot um, but at least she was trying to do something a little bit different but you could tell her vision must have been completely just muted because it just felt like there were times where she was trying to break free of that vision um, of like you know Sony's vision of the movie and do her own thing but like couldn't and then you could obviously tell like the whole last act of the movie just feels like you know Sony was just like we need to have it happen here for this reason blah 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 yeah, yeah but well, also I mean, if you think about it too like a lot of the action sequences in this movie the punctuation for every single one of them is getting hit by a car I mean like there's so like what's his name My, uh, Mike Epps in the very beginning of the movie his whole vision where does it end he gets hit by a car um, yeah. Ezekiel Sims how, how how do they deal with him in the in the diner they run him over with a car how do they how how did they rescue? How does Dakota Johnson rescue uh, Ben and um, Peter Parker's mom in the car? Oh, look, we're gonna have a freak, how, how freaking. How did she big drive truck. through? How did she drive through oh, a yeah. billboard? 
that was yeah. like it was, I was like so a wall. lost i, I was, it was just like, like a billboard it was like, like you a just, wall. it's like you just crashed through like some sort of billboard wall and i was like how yeah <laughs> yeah how the girls were able to walk to the diner in like five minutes and then her driving her car to the diner took like way longer <laughs> Yeah. Well, I think that to be fair, that's because she took the actual road where they like. I don't know, man. I I I feel like they made it seem like it was like so close. Yeah, but the thing is, it's like I mean, sure, they use cars a lot. Like that didn't bother me. But I think when you have a movie where like only one person who is a villain has powers. It's like it makes it so fucking boring because it's like, what are they going to do? They're just running the whole time. Yeah. And she can't even control her power. So she's like, I don't know. I'll just like run before he gets there. And for him to be like, how are they doing this? Oh, my God. And it's like, well, just, they're fucking running before you get there. Like, it's not even something exciting. And it's just it's just uh, it just makes it so boring because they just are their plan is to run. But I will say the worst thing, the worst fucking thing in terms of like being prepared and the dumbest part of the movie, I thought, was she's like, all right, there's a man chasing us. He has superpowers. He has strength. He can climb on walls. He has venom that will murder you. But don't worry, guys, because we got CPR. <laughs> it was like, what? <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? And then there's this whole long scene of her teaching them CPR. I was like, this is the dumbest shit. I, 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 I will say one thing. I left to go use the bathroom and go get some concession because I rather rot my teeth than sit there and rot my brain for a little bit. And then when I came back, I I, I literally went, "Oh, did they just? Did she just uh, teach him CPR because nothing's happening in this movie?" And I'm and then Jim was like, "Yeah, that's it." I was like, "That's all I missed. I missed nothing. I, I literally left for like five minutes and nothing happened whatsoever." And that's also the other thing too. Why is this movie two hours? Like there's so much fat that they could have trimmed from this. I mean, they could have just had it be like an hour and a half, a briskly paced um, cat and mouse movie. And that's all you needed. But they just had so much. Them get their power. The girls get their powers at the end. Cause I thought I was like, okay, this guy is chasing him. He's the only one in the United States with this fucking spider. How else (laughs) are they going to get the powers? So like, you're chasing after them. How do you think they're going to get the powers? Like, you're probably causing this. And then I was like, okay, well, that probably means they're going to turn into spider ladies at the end of this movie. It's like, nope. nope. All right, cool. Nothing's, nothing's happening. Can uh, I just say one thing? Did you laugh when they're like, we got to find the village people? Las Arañas. <laughs> I was oh, like, oh, yes. What? And they all look like Spider-Man draped uh, in, but they're all in red and like green Inferno motherfuckers. Like, why are they red? Why are they red? It makes no sense. Yeah, it's like, just, and then like when she goes back to Peru or whatever, and like she not only learns how to master her powers in five minutes, but heals her childhood trauma in five minutes. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. Wait, my mom also, didn't hate me so much, mom. Takes a, takes a whole. <laughs> takes a whole fucking montage to get there but then somehow flies back in like two seconds yeah she dark knight rises it (laughs) let's not let's not forget that these poor girls have been almost murdered several times they've barely escaped within the two day span and she's like don't worry i'll be back in a fucking week in a week i was like you're gonna be gone a whole week 
was like, they barely survived two days. I was like, what the hell is going on? Why are you leaving for a whole week? Oh, my God. I think my, one of my favorite parts is when she takes the license plates off the taxi but doesn't put new ones on <laughs> and oh, just yeah. acts yeah, like she can drive around and not get pulled over. over. Yeah, you yeah. get pulled over if you don't have license plates. I was like, what yeah. the fuck? All right. I, I, I got pulled over for having my car for, for – I, 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 um, I had one of those temporary license plates that you have to – that you have to like stick into the, the, the rear view mirror. I got pulled over for th- four days after having gotten that while I was still waiting for my tags to come in. So yeah. how how has she not been captured? And then also, can, can we just talk about the fact that this movie is supposed to take place in 2000, 2003, and yet they beat us in over the head with 2003 references like Britney Spears is toxic, Beyonce's album in the background, all this other stuff. Yeah. And yeah. yet, like, and yet there's – and, and and yet there's like all sorts of small tech all over the place. Like I get it. Ezekiel Sims, you are a billionaire or whatever the fuck you are. You have flat screens all over the place that didn't exist in 2003, but also you have a freaking iPhone. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, like, they, like, I don't remember that. I don't even he, remember that. He, he, he had, he had a phone with a touch screen on it. And I'm like, I understand you're a billionaire, but this, this tech wasn't even around back then. All right, guys. Like, I don't know. It's small, like little logic issues for me on that front. And then also, uh, I think it's um, more just beating over the head with that. Uh, it's 2003. It's like, we, we get it. <laughs> I, I remember what year it is. Like, sure. Yeah. The songs, I guess that's gonna be relevant in a diner, but like the like zoomed in shot of the Beyonce poster. Oh. albums. like, why do we need a close-up of this like i don't understand something yeah plus also just certain things about this movie felt like they wouldn't they would not have done this in not even a 90s movie or even possibly a 2000s movie which everyone goes oh that's the vibe that they're going for i'm like oh so they're purposely trying to make a bad movie like the scene where 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 the girls are dancing on top of the table even though they're supposed to keep a fucking low profile and there's someone on their way to murder them and is looking for them. And the and the one thing they do is they stick out like sore thumbs. Are you kidding me? Oh, like, eh, that's the, that part didn't bother me. Cause it's like, yeah, they're stupid teenagers. <laughs> like, yeah. That's it feels like, like a very teenager thing to do. Oh yeah. No, but one of my favorite moments is Dakota Johnson going, uh, it literally looks at them and goes, oh my God. don't do anything dumb. <laughs> As she leaves them in the woods for three hours. Yeah. Right. Right. Like okay, but also I, I I thought it was hilarious when uh they're they have to take um Ember Roberts to go birth Peter Parker, <laughs> and <laughs> and they're trying to keep a low profile so they have their hoods on and you know everyone's like keep your face down and like the second she gets in the car she's like Can, are we good and like looking out the window I'm like they're gonna see your face what are you doing come on be smart. Yeah. Just a lot of questionable then, things. Yeah. So many questionable things, and even also to bag on the the ADR a little bit. Like there were so many points where, like, the head so would be off camera, and then he would deliver a giant monologue like this, and you're like, "Oh my god, they really are ADRing him yeah. top to bottom." I really like, want to know what his performance was like before I they know did why. that. Yeah, like, like, why did you have to do so much ADR? Like his scenes are very like inside, and like, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Yikes. Is there anything we liked about this movie? Uh, Adam Scott. Yeah, Adam Scott Adam was pretty Scott. much it. <laughs> and I will say, I, will say- I, I had 
the biggest laugh. Like I, I ended up laughing all the way home just because I feel like the final scene was just such a jarring change in tone. Where oh, like, yeah. like, I mean, we didn't even touch on the fact that she goes blind because like a firecracker hits her. Okay. Thank and you. then, how and then also, I don't even know how she got paralyzed. Yeah, how Thank did you. she get okay. paralyzed? How did she get paralyzed? She you fell in the water. water. <laughs> you don't get paralyzed. Like, it's not a huge drop. Yeah, it wasn't a huge drop. She fell in the water. It, it felt like such good. a fucking laughable way of trying to get her to look like her comic book counterpart, where yeah. like now she's got the weird ass sunglasses. She's talking all different. I'm like, bro, yeah. you got hit with a firecracker. Why are you talking like Mary Poppins? <laughs> Yes, thank you. Okay. And she's like, I see, I see your future. I see it. And that speech at the end, I was like, Oh my god. Is, so laughable. Yeah. I was laughing so hard. I couldn't keep it in anymore. I was like, what just happened? Oh no. Oh, oh, speaking about laughing so hard, there were so many points I was I was dying in the beginning of the movie and then I just got like a little a little thing on my shoulders like, All right, you need to calm down just a little bit. I'm like, I'm sorry, this movie's not doing any favors for me. Like like I'm I'm surprised no one in the series laughing as hard as I am. And they did get laughs, but Jesus Christ. I mean like certain things in the very beginning and then also just the reveal of, of the Madam Web suit at the very end of the movie where she's got those giant ass like visor yeah. glasses. I'm yeah, like, th yeah. th that's not Madam Web. I mean, like, I get it if you're trying to make something different. But also, but also, um, can we just talk about the fact that they kill Ezekiel Sims with a Pepsi sign? <laughs> Also, earlier in the, in the when she's at the party, she's like, don't you think I deserve a drink? Not this refreshing Pepsi that I'm going to show all the labels. <laughs> it was just yeah. weird. Like, what is happening? Well, no, that's why I think it takes place at some like Pepsi Cola factory at the end. I felt like that was just like. Nope, so, that's that's a fireworks factory. Well, no, it had a Pepsi Cola <laughs> sign on top. It had a Pepsi, it had a Pepsi sign on it, yeah. though. That's the thing is that they yeah. established in the beginning of the movie that that's a fireworks factory because that's where Omar Epps got burnt. And, no, not got burnt, but but like they they were rescuing the people that um yeah, yeah. that were burning in that building, and then they're like, oh, but they come back to it, and it's like, why is a Pepsi sign on there? Again, they don't even know where this is taking place, and guys. Yeah. Like they went out of their way to establish we're going to this place that we were at earlier in the movie, and you're like, why? <laughs> yeah, yeah it's just, it's just it's, yeah, that's the big question with this movie in general is just why. <laughs> also, I think why? you met Mike Epps, not Omar Epps. Oh yeah, Mike. Epps. Did I say Omar Epps? I thought I said yeah. Mike Epps. Anyway, <laughs> that's like, yeah, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> Uh, I will say that one scene was like the only scene that like may got me to feel a little something. Was when she is doing the compressions on him, and you know she's like freaking out. But I was like, "Oh no, guy, we met five minutes ago." That's kind of sad. <laughs> I, I can just picture sad. I can just picture Nancy's reaction in the theater to this. It's like Rachel McAdams and Gay Knight is like, "Oh, he died." Oh no, he died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my god! But it's just like you know, at the end of the day, it's just like this is yet another movie in this weird universe Sony's created that I just don't care about like it just i feel like this universe they're creating is just it's not working it has no like direction it's just like it's not exciting in the slightest i just feel like they're building to nothing so it's like why are we doing this i mean we have craven the hunter which comes out later this year not really sure what they're going to even do with that or if they're going to try to tie it in with anything it's just like i just don't care about this universe and i feel like audiences are showing them 
also that they don't care about these universes. Like other than the Venom movies, these movies are not going to do well. Like it just they, they're, they're, especially if you're not going to have Spider-Man in these movies with other Spider-Man characters. You know what I mean? Like it's just it's dumb. Yeah. But the other thing I think is going to be the real test is like, honestly, Craven, I have no idea who's really excited for that movie. And they made and then, a rated R too, which is also going to like hold it back. Yeah, they made a rated R. And then also the fact is that um, uh, they're in production on Venom 3 right now. If anything, I would say just make Venom 3 the last one of this universe because this universe is clearly not working for them in so many respects. I mean, like they <sighs> – they they really thought that they had the end with the MCU with including Tom Holland at the end of uh, Venom Let There Be Carnage and forcing the Vulture at the end of Morbius as well. But with Fihi in with um, the MCU establishing that if you have these characters in other universes, it will cause incursions and destroy that universe. That basically just tells me that Fihi probably saw exactly what was going on. He's like, Nope, nope. If you put these characters in other universes, they die. There you go. <laughs> but uh, honestly, it's it's going to be telling to see what happens when Craven comes out, or even just if Sony decides to even continue with this universe after Venom Three is released. So, because the last Venom movie did have, I mean, the thing is, the first Venom did almost like it did almost eight hundred million, and then the second one. Did I think a third of that? And who's to say that this third one is even going to go come anywhere close to what that second one made, especially with all the bad will that the Sony versus completely gotten at the end? Yeah. So yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> so so, Madam Web, what, what what would we? Are there anything else that you guys wanted to talk about with the movie, or are you ready to give your rating? I'm ready to forget about this movie. Yeah, I think we're all ready to just kind of put this in the rear view. Um, so yeah. out of five pints, what are we giving Madam Web? I'm going to go two pints with a side of go see Lisa Frankenstein. I'm surprised you're giving two. Wow. <laughs> and listen, we're at an hour, so I can gush about Lisa Frankenstein for one minute. Go fucking see it. Cole Sprouse is amazing. There's a very gentle scene where he's just like so fantastic. Everyone's funny. Mm -hmm. The sister's hilarious. And there's one scene towards the end that was just fucking dying laughing with his like Captain Morgan pose as she's sewing something onto him. So funny. So great. Save your money. Go see Lisa Frankenstein. <laughs> Two pints. All right. There you go. Go see Lisa Frankenstein. Andres, how about you? Yeah, Lisa Frankenstein is my favorite movie of the year. Madam Web is my least favorite movie of the year so far. And there is no doubt in my mind that this movie is going to make my bottom 10 list. <laughs> and I dare as I say it, this might be my least favorite movie we've ever reviewed on the show. In the wow. three years that we've done it, there is no movie that comes close to even being as forgettable and as every single choice was baffling to me in this movie. And that's not an easy feat to do. And again, I don't blame the director. I don't blame the actors. They were given the material that they were given to work with. I blame the studio meddling and I blame the, the vision of Sony to not know exactly where to clearly head with this movie. This movie, 
I'm giving it a half, half a, half a, half a pint. Can I resend one of my pints and do just one? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm thinking about go. It, that's I why like, I said. No. That. That's why I said. Yeah. I was surprised you gave it two. I was like, that's yeah, pretty strong for what I'll you're saying. One. All right, yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. For me, I gotta go one. It's just easily my least favorite movie of the year. Just one of my least favorite comic book movies ever. I just think if there's anything that really angers me is that when a movie is like aggressively bland a and then b is just a huge waste of like talent and potential which i feel like we had here great cast great you know ca you know character has really cool lore in the comics and had a lot of potential to be like visually compelling and emotionally compelling wasted 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 it's just a lifeless mess of a fucking movie and it's just it really does put it into perspective how much sony is blowing this universe that they're trying to create where it just none of these movies feel like it's justifying them creating this universe and that's a huge problem and you can see they're trying to cut around that they're trying to almost like minimize their whole universe aspect of it which is not working either it's just it's an awful film go see lisa frankenstein instead it's a much better movie um and i just i hated this movie and it gave me a good laugh i will say that it was one of the best comedies i've seen in quite some time unintentionally so but yeah i have no desire to see this character or this world ever again it's just bleh, blah 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 <laughs> but yeah before this we head on out morbius look like look like a freaking oscar winning movie yeah movie, I, I mean think. honestly i like i just thought morbius was fine i didn't hate it nearly as much as other people did i just thought it was super forgettable and it was just whatever um so yeah madam webb was way worse in my opinion so you know in the comments let us know what you think of madam webb if you have seen it let us know what you thought of the super bowl trailers we covered and the casting news for fantastic four we definitely want to know your thoughts so leave them in the comments section below and before we head on out, where can the fine people find you on the interwebs, guys? Let's start with you, Nancy. At PL underscore Band-Aid on Twitter and Instagram. And go check out Cinemojis. Um, there was an episode that Great aired show. Great show. the day after Valentine's Day where we did a rom-com match. So that was a lot of fun. So go check that out. And yeah, leave comments because I love them. Boop, boop. Andres. Uh, you can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram as Galagos. You can also find me uh, um, editing all the Cinemojis episodes as well. And that was a fun episode to edit, Nancy. And uh, there's another one that hasn't been announced just yet. So keep an eye on that one. And you can also find me on the High Voltage Media channel. And you can find me here. There you go. All right. And if you uh, want to follow me, guys, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Chattelbash. You can find me on Facebook and YouTube at Chattelbash Reviews. And of course, you can find me here on the Film on Tap podcast every other week. And thank you guys for tuning into another brand new episode of the show. We appreciate it whether you watched or listened to this episode. And we will see you on the next episode of Film on Tap, where we've got the tap that never runs out. See you guys. See you, Lisa Frankenstein. <laughs>